0: Hey everyone, this is Thea, and I want to welcome you to the corner of Here and Now, where we talk about real life, recovery, success, spirituality, and anything else that might come up. Right here, right now. Hold on to your seat, because we're in for a ride. Episode two point three, one. Thirty-two episodes in, and that means we got twenty to go, y'all. We are, we are on the back half. It's downhill from here. January first, here we come. Um, so today I want to um, chat about, riff about um, feelings, feelings. Everybody remembers that song. I just dated myself. Um, and man, you know, the last couple of days, this whole week, and then the last couple of days, I've spent some time with sponsees, like I shared about last night. And this topic of feelings is just huge. And how much work we do to avoid our feelings it's it, it's just insane right never claim cl- i never claim to be restored to sanity uh and so it's baffling to me even today sometimes um the the, the, the how far we'll go to avoid feelings and Nobody likes to talk about it. Nobody wants to, you know, say, yeah, I'm having some feelings. But I'm finding for myself more and more, and the more I question my sponsees about this stuff, how important it is. And, you know, like some of you know, I've been here for freaking, you know, almost 25 years. Well, I've been in NA for 25 years. And my clean date is is next month, actually, in, in January. I'll have 25 years. Not to mention I'm 51 years old. So you would think maybe I'd be further along, <laughs> right? Not realizing I'm right where I'm supposed to be. But... You know this whole thing about feelings and how we process our feelings and how long we we sit in them, because really emotions are the emotions we have actually only last seconds. Like so, from a purely physiological, you know, body-based chemical standpoint, our emotions only last a few seconds, and they're usually in our body. And we can feel them coming. We can. Most of us will have some sort of a tell, right? If you ever played poker, people have a tell. Most of us have a tell on when emotions are coming up and where we're feeling certain emotions. If we're paying attention to our body, a lot of us though are so disconnected um, from our bodies that we don't even um, pay attention to that anymore. Maybe like we never maybe we never did pay attention to it I don't don't know I can't make that call Um, but we are so disconnected and so these emotions only last in our body for a few seconds but what tends to happen at least I know for me is I grab onto it I grab onto it and I run with it and I roll around in it and I hang on to it and I make it a part of me and I insert it into my story and it becomes part of my identity, and so forth and so on. And then I get addicted. I can get addicted to these emotions and these feelings because they, like we've talked about in the past they um, release a certain set of chemicals in us over and over again. So it actually becomes very predictable. I know if I do this, I'm going to feel this, or I'm going to have this emotion, and although I'm not thinking about it, and then I'm going to feel this, and then this chemical is released in my brain, and it's actually going to make me feel better, even though I feel like shit. Huh. And then, of course, it backs up the story that we tell ourselves, and we can you know, loop back around into all of that. But of the three sponsees I've spoken to in the last 24 hours, um, it's all, been all about feelings. You know, Afraid of feeling good, afraid of feeling bad. Um, not realizing that when I shut down the bad, I, I, I shut down the good. Um, learning how to use these steps as actual tools when I'm in these situations. So if the desire to drink comes over me, yes, I call someone, I reach out, I tell someone about it. But I can also work the steps on that stuff, right? I can say to myself, I'm powerless over this. Um, Every time I drink, I get into XYZ problem. I can play that record all the way through. And then I can say to myself, you know, I've done a second step and my higher power can restore me to sanity here. Um, it's worked in the past, it can work again, and then I can turn it over, God take this, God take the feeling, God take the situation, take whatever, the stressor that I'm having, the people, the place, the thing, whatever it is, and I can literally go through that in my mind to help deal with these uh, feelings and emotions, and to me, that's where the rubber meets the road. That's where this thing really kicks in. And um, we, at least for me, I can see some really big results with this. Now, I don't always remember to do this stuff, right? Um, I don't remember or I don't start doing it until it's kind of like too late sometimes on the spectrum. So that becomes an issue. Um If I ultimately don't trust my higher power or my higher power is not big enough, like we've talked about over the last couple weeks, if I don't truly believe that my higher power can remedy the situation, why would I even go through the process of one, two, three when I'm in the middle of it? Because deep down inside, I don't think God can help me anyway. So why would I even do it? But for me, these are the ways that the steps work in real time and, like I said, where the rubber meets the road. And in some ways, it's a true tenth step right? Continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. And I can do that. I can, I can go through this process. Uh, I have this feeling. I have this thing. I can do one, two, three. I can inventory it. Uh, If I need to sit down and write, I can write. If I need to do it in my mind, I can do it in my mind. Um, And uh, I can see what my part is. That's huge. I can see what my part is. because a lot of times, even especially today, I, I have a part in this. Even if I haven't reacted or done something, I'm taking on a feeling of some kind. Or I have, um, you know, like we talked about the other night, if I'm being triggered, then I, I'm still holding on to something. And that, again, has nothing at all to do with the other person. And there's a, a willingness to admit so for me, there needs to be a willingness to admit that, yeah, I need to do something different. I need to come at this from a different angle. I need to be willing to feel this. Because if I, feel, have, if I step in some feelings and I drink every time or every six months or whatever the deal is, I'm always starting over. I'm always starting over. And I see this, for me, not so much in my clean time, but I see it in other areas of my life where I, I get going at something and then something gets in the way or it jumps out in front of me. And so I, I stop. And then I have trouble getting started again. And then, of course, I beat myself up and I go through all the rigmarole in my head, blah, blah, blah. But then I'm always starting over again. That's what I said to one of my sponsees today. I'm like, we're always starting over again, Right? Let's learn how to move through the feelings so that we're not always starting over again, and then we can really reap the benefits of the program. Same thing with anything, weight loss, saving money. If I keep stopping, if I'm in the process of trying to save money, and I'm going along saving, 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 and then I, for whatever reason, spend it, I go, oh, I have enough money for a canoe, so I'm going to go buy a canoe, right? But now I've got to start over again. I have a canoe, but I've got to start over with my original thing. It's not until later on, I didn't even maybe meet, meet my goal. Um, that's kind of a weird example. But you know what I'm trying to say. I'm always starting over again. And, I, and man, that is just like the epitome of being stuck, that to me right now sitting here saying all this that is the definition of me being stuck is I just keep starting over again and I never get far enough down the road to actually make any progress and then I feel stuck holy shit well I just worked that out there you go guys 10th step right here live sort of live it's live for me so yeah but it is, there's a lot of feelings that come up with some of this stuff, too. For me, it's a, a disappointment and frustration are two of my biggies. Embarrassment comes up as well and and stuff. When I start feeling that stuff, when I start getting into that mode, then I stop. Um, and then when I stop, I stop for a while. It's hard to get going again. And then I'm starting over. And then I go, man, I'm stuck. Yeah, it's because I'm freaking starting over, over and over again. It's not like I'm stuck in the mud or my tires are just spinning. But on some level, they are. They're just spinning in this same place. It's like being on ice. And I have to go long enough to get some traction. And I have to learn. You know, going through these feelings, it's a matter, too, of, you know, I've got a lot of days clean, right? So it's just this day in and day out, being consistent of just not putting dope in my body. And it's a lot of days. Let me see. Hang on, I'm gonna let see. Twenty five years times three hundred and sixty-five days. I'm about thirty days short actually of that, but nine thousand one hundred and twenty five days. So I'm just short I'm just shy of nine of nine thousand days. <clears throat> That's crazy. I wonder how many I have. I need to figure it out. Minus thirty. Ooh. Hmm. That's not so. Um. So yeah. Uh, so it's just the spinning and spinning, but it's just the it's just learning how to have feelings again and learning to be okay with them. It says here. Um, this is on page six of the basic text. We forgot what it was like before we started using. We forgot about social graces. We acquired strange habits and mannerisms. We forgot how to work. We forgot how to play. We forgot how to express ourselves and how to show concern for others. We forgot how to feel. Holy cow and feelings are mentioned in the book over and over and over again i looked it up in the back and it was just a huge number of um references to feelings in the book it's just it's scattered throughout the whole darn thing i didn't realize that till i um i looked it up today let's see uh Yeah, feeling, see, anger, courage, disappointment, grief, guilt, happiness, hope, humility, isolation, loneliness, love, pain, patience, peace, powerlessness, resentment, serenity, tolerance, and trust. And then there's just a whole bunch of pages, a whole bunch of pages listed. Pages 13 through 16. What the heck? How can it be? It might be on all those pages. I don't know. But I mean, it's just, it's crazy, y'all, that this thing, and that's the right thing, right? We, we wanted to just numb out and we numb out in a lot of ways. You guys, uh, you know, Netflix, shopping, sex, pornography, food, food is huge for a lot of us. A lot of us get kind of huge, um, so, you know, just this thing of filling us up, filling us up, filling us up, and just trying to fill us up. And it's this way, again, to control our nervous system. It goes back to that. Um, it goes back to that basic thing. Because if we're feeling something or we have emotions on something, that means our nervous system is, is keyed up. It's fired up. So ultimately that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to control our nervous system. And we can do this through a lot, you know, we can do it in healthier ways. We can exercise. Exercise can kind of be a negative way for some people, but it can be very positive for others. Breath work, prayer and meditation. Um, I think just time in nature for me personally is huge and it helps me deal with my feelings. I do a lot of processing when I go out for walks. Um, journaling obviously dumping stuff out on into the notebook has been huge um and I just love hanging out with my friends and talking to them about stuff too like that to me is is huge to be able to have a group of people around us that um are willing to have hard conversations and share stuff um because I'm not the only one right I know I'm not the only one feeling these things um it's all of us um, and for a lot of us right now, a lot of this stuff is just really heightened with our current world situation, um, and so yeah, things are tough. They're really tough, and and uh, I know that in my specific case with some of the stuff I have going on, you know, there's, you know, there's a lot of fear, and there's, um, you know, I'm scared of my own shadow on some days, but I have to. Um, I have to push through that and I have to deal with my mind because my mind will tell me all kinds of crazy stories and I have to be willing to move through that no matter how I feel so that I can shine the light on myself and I can go be whatever it is that I want to be or God wants me to be. Um, So yeah, I'm looking on page um, 13 here to see if I can find any of the uh, things about feelings. Of course, I didn't have it pulled up before. Before we started, so um, many of us were un- unemployed and unemployable. Any form of success was frightening and unfamiliar. We didn't know what to do as the feelings of self loathing grew. We didn't, excuse me, we needed to use more and more to mask our feelings. Many of us were unemployed and unemployable. Any form of success was frightening and unfamiliar. Wow. That's crazy. right? So yeah, feelings. I can't um, emphasize enough how important it is to move through them and not let them be our directions. Our feelings are not our directions. And to be okay then know that we're human beings, and we're going to have feelings about things. We're going to hurt, we're going to grieve, we're going to be sad, we're going to be depressed. We're going to be disappointed. We're going to be frustrated, and it's okay. We're not broken. There's nothing wrong with us, and actually, the cracks are where the light gets in, right? And my most important crack, in some ways, it's funny I'm using the word crack. The most important crack is the fact that I am an addict, and that's what that's what makes me shine the brightest, and that's what that's what my superpower is. And I forget that, you know. I forget that some days. I forget to use that superpower. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with tapping into things that are our natural resources and using them for good and in a loving and kind manner. Um, I think that could be one of our greatest gifts. All right? So I hope you all have a great night, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace out. All right, everyone, that's another episode of The Corner of Here and Now. Thank you for joining me. If you like what you're hearing, please share, comment, and or subscribe. Please know that the music used in this podcast is the one and only Kenny Cordray. The song is called Rojo that was generously donated by his family. Until the next time we meet on the corner of here and now, remember, we're all just walking each other home. Peace out.